Sloan Morgan Siegel voices Tim Drake's Robin in the video game Gotham Knights. The Boy Wonder teams up with Red Hood, Batgirl, and Nightwing to take on the Court of Owls, Mr. Freeze, Harley Quinn, and Clayface. And this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. Here is Sloan Morgan Siegel talking, voicing Robin in Gotham Knights. So when you're approaching Robin, how did, did you have an idea who Tim Drake was and his origin story a little bit? You know, it's funny. I, I'm a diehard comic book fan. I, I know all the, all the characters that most people don't know. You know, like I, I love the more obscure knowledge and the more obscure characters. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very versed in, in the lore of Batman and Superman and everybody. But for some reason, I didn't know who Tim Drake was. I mean, mm. I'm sure I'd heard him in passing, but I mean, I was actually ashamed to find out that one of the major Bat family characters, I had no idea who he was. When I was auditioning for the role, I originally thought it was Damien. And I am. So sort of auditioning for Damien because, um, you know, I, I didn't know for sure because no one, no one said on the breakdown, but I was like, okay, I'm going to kind of do this. And they were like, no, 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 no. He's not like angry. He's not edgy. He's not, you know, he's, he, he's uh, sweet and he's not always the best with emotions and he's smart. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, this is different. I'm, I'm interested. And so when I finally booked the role and they told me who it was, it was like, oh, I, I don't know who that is. So I went to my local comic book store and I, you know, I, I found everything I could on Tim Drake. I looked up everything online and he's fantastic. He's, he's, in my opinion, I think the best Robin because I mean, you, you could say that Dick Grayson is a great Robin and, you know, Jason Todd had a very short time, but still. Uh, but I think Tim Drake is the best Robin because, you know, Dick becomes Nightwing. And he, even though he becomes Red Robin, I think he is, I think he is the best Robin. And so I approached him with, with that humility, with that, um, you know, he's sweet. He's just a kid. But at the same time, he's, he's super intelligent and he's not to be messed with. You know, mm-hmm. he, he can hold his own because yeah. uh, he's a superhero, you know, he, he upholds a very uh, important mantle. At least it's a very important mantle to him. Um, and it's, it's the reason he became, he became Robin because he knew Batman needed a Robin. I mean, when you really look into the lore of his character, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. The reason why he was created. And I think that also leads for a lot of, you know, great story opportunities now that Batman is dead uh, yeah. because he was created to bring Batman back from the brink of a very dark path. And now the Batman's gone. It's like, well, well, who am I? Well, who is Robin without Batman? More with Sloan Morgan Siegel talking about voicing Tim Drake's Robin in Gotham Knights. As far as his look, did you get an idea ahead of time what he was going to look like in the game? No, no, I didn't. I, I assumed he kind of would look like the usual animated interpretation of him, you know, like Young Justice and uh, Batman the Animated Series. I mean, so, somewhere in the middle there, obviously a little bit more realistic looking because we're dealing with motion capture. But no, I had no idea. And I'm, I was delightfully surprised to find out what he did look like. I was kind of hoping he would look like me because that'd be kind of fun. You know, I've never had my face digitized before. Uh, I've had I've had people, you know, draw it for animation and stuff. Like, you know, I, I used to do this show on Amazon called Gordimer Gibbons Life on Normal Street. And we would sure. have these uh, story bombs where they would animate our faces and, and in all these different animation styles. And so to finally have like a, a fully, you know, uh, a full player model of me and all that, even though it's not my face. I mean, it, it, it's, it's really cool. But yeah, I had no idea going into it. But I, I like the design. It's pretty neat. How was, uh, how was your motion capture experience? It was great. 
it was it was something I've always wanted to do. My two favorite things are comic books and video games. So the fact that I get to do it together is is fantastic. And I've always wanted to do motion capture. So when I finally heard that I was going to get to do some, I was I was I was shaken, man. I was so excited. And I got in and I honestly I underestimated <laughs> it at first. I I was like, I really like there's a lot more to this. There's a lot a lot more setup, a lot more follow through. Um, you have to be aware of everything. And honestly, it's, you know how they always say like theaters and actors medium. Um, yeah. well, well, this is like theater. If people were watching from every conceivable angle mm. and, and it's, it's, it's brilliant. It's so much, there's so much to play with because if, if at any given point you're in any given space in the room, you know, you're being watched in a close up and from a wide and from a two shot and from everything. I mean, you, you can kind of do anything. You can you can focus on your performance as much as possible and give it everything. You can give it every bit of nuance and they can choose whether to use it or not. I mean, you, when you're on t- television or film um, or theater even, you, you can give it all the nuance you want, but you know it's up to the editors and, and whatever shot they're going to use. But this, it's like everything is captured. And, and I really loved that. And also just getting to use my imagination as much as I got to when we were working in motion capture. I, I'm really sad that we didn't get to continue motion capture, but mm. because of, uh, you know, COVID, sure. uh, they, you know, travel was limited, so we didn't get to go. So they have um, some very amazing uh, doubles for us that have been doing some fantastic work um, mm. that I've been getting to dub over and <laughs> do my best to create this character together now. That's awesome. Which amazing the game boasts that this has the most batman villains ever and i did see mr freeze who looks absolutely awesome uh what was your reaction when you saw some of the uh, foes you were going to be going up against i um since i can't mention anything <laughs> uh, just as just as someone that grew up with these characters someone that you know, has has <laughs> dressed up as them for Halloween for years and has read every possible piece of material on this mythos and watched every animated uh, show and every film and every animated film. I got to say, saying the names of characters, I, I think has been the most like shocking aspect of this job. It's like, <laughs> I'm saying the names of characters I, I grew up watching. And so like, not only saying it but being a part of that world is is fantastic and then obviously you know you've seen mr freeze and, and when i saw him oh man his his design yeah is so cool <laughs> uh yeah. and mr. Freeze is one of my favorite villains like I, I i would not say he's my favorite batman villain but i would say that he's definitely up there as far as motivation because i mean he's kind of like i would compare him to marvel's the lizard you know you know, mm. the lizard, you know Kurt sure of course i would compare mr freeze and the lizard together because they're they both have a singular storyline that mm. they follow every time and it's just a matter of you know to what degree are they going to take that story yeah. and so um I, i'm really excited to see or for everyone else to see where they take mr freeze absolutely the team is pretty cool i mean Batgirl looks kick-ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nightwing is there, and the Red Hood too, which is wild. Actually, I'm a Red Hood fan too, so oh, like, I, I was thrilled what I heard. <laughs> so I don't know when you record. My guess is that you probably all didn't record together. We did. We did. Oh, we did. Oh, uh, we cool. Did, we did motion capture. We were all doing the scenes together. Well, oh, of course, room. yeah, yes. Um, and then you know, as as uh, COVID obviously rattled our entire industry. Um, we haven't been in the same room together since. Yeah. 
But, but uh, you know, it depends on who goes in the booth first. So when someone goes in the booth first and they're doing their lines and everyone does their lines, I'm usually really excited to be either the first or the last person because I either get to set the tone of the scene or I get to hear everybody else and, and act off of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's so much fun, man. It, whether, whether I'm fully in the suit and I'm, I'm doing the full performance or whether I'm just doing the voice or whether I'm working with everybody or not, I mean, this, this role is a dream come true. And I'm not, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to blow smoke and be like, oh man, I'm so thankful. It's like, no, no, I'm, I'm incredibly thankful because this is literally my dream job. <laughs> so I'm it up, man. Well, one thing about animation and gaming is you have to do the oomph and the oh and the. And that is not, the hardest part. Yeah, really, really. Whoa, yeah, so. that is that is the toughest part because you know you'll sit in the booth for an hour and they'll be like, okay, give give us some uh, give us some ah uh, and some uh, and I'm like, so what's the difference in uh and ah? Uh? And they're like, well, this is you know, it's it, <laughs> the direction is great. We have great directors that are 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 working with us and all that, but it, those efforts are so difficult sometimes. And now it gets to the point where. You know, there's a really interesting fight scene or something, and you mm-hmm. gotta you do efforts to that scene. So you're not only doing just efforts; you're doing efforts to specific things, which is arguably easier, but at the same time a little bit more difficult because now you have to do it within a timing. Sure. Um, and you know, you could splice it in, but it wouldn't sound great. So you got to do it all in one take. You know. That's what's wild. Uh, as far as uh, the the game itself, uh, have you seen the completed version yet, or no? No, no. Uh, the only thing I've gotten to see as far as uh, gameplay goes is when, when I first got the role, they let us try out the game in a very small uh, scenario, like a single level. So we, we got to try that. So I haven't gotten to see it. But what I have seen and what I do know uh, as a gamer and as a comic book fan, I think everyone's going to be very pleased. Mm. Um, obviously, there's going to be people that are going to be displeased because it's a very it's a very polarizing subject i mean sure. you're talking about characters that are beloved and mm-hmm. uh, a game series that is beloved um and when you're talking about like <laughs> everyone's gonna have an opinion and that's totally fine because people are gonna love it people are gonna hate it people are gonna yeah. adore it people are gonna think okay and yeah. uh, i'm certainly one of those people as a diehard fan of both of these different types of things that i'm going to love it so hopefully people like me can love it as well i was impressed with what i've seen and also, the environments are, are unbelievable. Oh, I love the color palette they use. Oh, my I love, God. I love yeah. the vibrant colors. Like, it's it's not too much. Right. Like, it's not so oversaturated or there, there's not so many popping colors that it's like, oh, man, my eyes. What is this? Shade the Changing Man? And so now, <laughs> uh, now like, looking at it, it's, it's really nice. Um, well, I do like it a lot. It looks like there's a lot of climbing and grappling and stuff like that that people will, will see. In mocap, how did, did you guys do some of that or how did that work out? Well, I, we did the cinematics, so, wow. but when it comes to stunts, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, obviously stunt performers, uh, stunt performers are doing the great work they do. And let me tell you, man, I <clears throat> like video games, right? I never put enough thought into the amount of work gone into creating like super crazy moves like that i mean Mm -hmm. i I never put enough thought into the idea that like someone is actually doing that like it's not just a computer saying okay now he does a flip it's like no you film someone doing this specific amazing aerial move and then you you animate it and then you tweak it a little bit and then it's gameplay i mean it's it's phenomenal so i don't i didn't really you know obviously you raise your hand up and do something like that but um no we just we just did the scenes mostly 
More with Sloan Morgan Siegel talking about voicing Tim Drake's Robin in Gotham Knights. You know, if there's something else I want to talk to you about, Dwight sure. and the Shining Armor. Uh, talk about that. That's a uh, that that's a live action. So you know, we're going to see you, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, which is which is fun because um, uh, Dwight and Shining Armor. For for those who don't know, it's a show about a modern day guy who falls into a buried castle um, from a forgotten history and wakes up a princess from a thousand years ago, and along with her entire medieval world, that sort of. Uh, comes to modern day and it's sort of a half hour family comedy about worlds colliding. Uh, it's really fun. I play the champion, the guy that is spellbound to the princess and is totally not qualified for the job. Uh, <laughs> we're in our fifth season, fifth and final. Wow. We're about halfway through and we've just started our ending storyline. So in the end of season three, there were like four or five through line episodes and, you know, an overarching story that gets told over, you know, the first two seasons. In this second half of the series, um, those episodes are finally coming to fruition. So nice. uh, the fight with the memory thief, who is the, the big mm -hmm. villain of the season, is, is just beginning. And I, I highly recommend tuning in. It's worth it. I love the show. It's really fun. If you got kids, if you, if you just want to watch something enjoyable, uh, check it out. And uh, yeah. More DC entertainment on the cave. So stay tuned. Back with more DC animation and live-action conversations on The Cave. Well, I'm kind of a kid at heart, so I would probably enjoy it. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, all, I, all I watch is cartoons, so... <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, cartoons that hold up are some of the best things ever. I mean, you know, like, I'm trying to think of one. Uh, you know, Avatar The Last Airbender. I mean, Yes. Anyone of any age can watch that show. It's oh, absolutely. Show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. As far as uh, your career, uh, what are, do you have any aspirations of what you want to accomplish? You're obviously fairly young and have a, a, a long career ahead of you. So what do you how, what do you see yourself doing down the road? I don't know. I, I Hopefully I get to do more motion capture, do more video games. I, I would love to do more video games and motion capture. It's it's kind of my favorite thing now. And um, I hope down the line I can be on another series, do some, you know, films with some stories that matter, um, some stories that can impact people in an emotional sense. Maybe not, maybe not a, a social sense, but maybe in a way to where uh, I can tell a story of a person going through a human experience that someone can relate to. Because mm. um, I think we're, we're severely lacking in that. Um, yeah. it, we're lacking in that category of just having something for people to feel for. Yeah. You know, because, you know, and, and I'm not I'm not saying anything else is bad. Every everything that's been coming out is is great for this time and this era. And everyone's enjoying the content that they're going to enjoy. But I, I think I'd like to make a film that tells a, a truly human story. Uh, that's great. Yeah. And aside from that, I just I'd love to keep doing series. I mean, I'd, I'd love to do something sci fi like I, this is sci fi talk, but I'd love to do something sci fi. I mean, yeah, come true to be on like Star Trek or be a companion oh, on yeah. Doctor Who. Oh, man. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of content now that is being done streaming wise. That's a whole nother market. Well, yeah, there's so much. I mean, I remember oh. when the streaming was just starting. I mean, when I did that Amazon series, we were the yeah. first one of the first few Amazon live action kids series. And it was just yeah. when like they just had like I think they had um, 
Man in the High Castle mm-hmm. and a few other shows. And that was uh, Mozart in the Jungle. And I think that was like it. And it was like they were just starting. Everyone was like, oh, this streaming thing isn't going to pick up. And then all of a sudden, now everything's streaming. I mean, I have, um, I watch everything on my Xbox now. I watch, you know, HBO Max and Disney Plus and Amazon and like, it, it, the amount of subscriptions are piling up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, same thing. I I'm watching it on my PS4. I mean, yeah, know. exactly, right. So I mean, it's what you do. It's great. I mean, there's so much you can do. Going back to video games, it's really such a unique way to tell a story. It really and, is, and it's so immersive. You're you're part of it. So it's not like most of the entertainment we have is passive. You're just watching somebody else do it. Mm-hmm. But this is. Your, your, your decision-making impacts everything that happens. And as an actor, of course, you've got to record all different versions of the same. Oh, absolutely. Just in case, you know, people lose, right? Yeah, you've got uh, to and die. I, <laughs> and and this, is, this is probably a, a very controversial statement, but I would say that there is, I don't know, not really. I would say the video games are better than video game movies. And I would say the video game movies, that while, while fun, and while a fun opportunity to create uh, another version of that story, I mean... I think I truly think video games are are the best medium for those types of stories. I mean, when you look at like God of War, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I played through God of War in like a week or <laughs> less, probably. <laughs> and when I played through it, I mean, I could not have had a more immersive and emotional experience because, like you said, you're making those decisions. So you know, when at at one point, spoiler alert, but the game's been out for it. You know, it had a game of the year edition, so I, I don't yeah. think I'm spoiling much. Um, but like you know, when when Atreus uh, is sick and he needs to be healed, right? Uh, you obviously could have gone around and done whatever in the open world, but I, I felt this need to protect, you know, it, in this sense, my son, because I'm playing as Kratos and I'm like, I, I need to save my boy. And so I'm, yeah. I'm going through all these missions. I could do anything else, but I have to do the main mission because I have to make sure he's okay. You know, and, and, and stories like, you know, The Last of Us as well. I mean, those mm. are incredibly immersive fantastically acted and animated and and i really i really think video games is a, a great medium and i think more people should indulge in them as far as um because uh, you're not just watching stories you're also part of that storytelling oh yeah absolutely well you know the we're talking about games i've been playing i've been playing i played the last few assassin's creed series odyssey was you know Greek mythology, uh, fantastic. Yeah, oh, Odyssey is so tough to get through. I still haven't. Oh, I know, I know. You have to do too many side missions to do the story. Oh, missions. I know, I know. Usually, you do the story missions, and then you can worry. about you know what no, I mean? No, like, not not have this to do the side missions to do the story missions. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm I'm also doing the uh, the Viking one, and that's pretty cool. Oh, I haven't gotten that one yet. Is that, yeah. so that one's good? It yeah. is good. Um, it, it's a little different because it, it's its own thing. Uh, you kind of have to just a little mini spoiler. You kind of have to build your own village a little bit. So you have to do all these. Oh, that's side pretty quests. cool. Actually, I like that idea. Yeah, you you know, first thing I built was the blacksmith, and you kind of go on from there. And, yeah, uh, you, then you can make weapons and do whatever you do. Oh yeah, yeah, it's I great. Mean, I loved um. I I don't know why a lot of people didn't like this game, but I I loved Assassin's Creed Three. That was my favorite. Yeah, um, yeah. I loved playing through that. I think. I think people didn't like it because of Desmond Miles's B story or A yep. story, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. But I, I loved the idea of first playing as the villain and not realizing you're playing. Cause that was my introduction into the Assassin's Creed series. So I don't know if you played previous games, maybe you knew, but I had no idea that I was playing the villain. And so yeah. then 
uh, transitioning to Connor, uh, going to the story as Connor, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, I don't know, it was very compelling. I, I, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, and of course, Black Flag is, everyone loves Black Flag because it, oh, it, yeah. it introduced the, uh, the ships. Yes. You know? Yeah, no, that's some, that's some great stuff. And, and really what I've learned and reinforced my sense of history by playing, you know, being in ancient Egypt, being in ancient Greece, and now, you know, the whole Viking culture, it's like you're, you're getting a history lesson and they give you little factoids in there too that say, hey, this is what ended up happening. This is what they did, how they ate, how they, uh, you know, how they did everything really in, in those times. And it's really wild. And yeah, I really, playable history. really I mean, it's, done it. it. It's, it's one way to learn. Yeah. I, I'd say it's a pretty fun way to learn. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. What's, uh, what's up for you next? Uh, for me next is just, you know, obviously working on the game and uh, dealing with sort of the epilogue of Dwight and Shining Armor because now it's, it's yeah. completed. I mean, we finished the fifth season through COVID actually, which was a wow. very daunting task, but we did it yeah. without a single positive case. We made it all the way through. Oh, that's great. Um, a false, uh, a false start aside, because no one really knew how the protocols worked in the beginning because <laughs> we were one of the first series to go back. Wow. But, um, yeah, it's just dealing with having all that air, trying to get the word out so that people can enjoy it and love it. And, and hopefully, you know, have it be one of their favorite shows. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm just looking for my next thing as well as working on the current thing. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, I'm looking forward to Gotham Knights. I saw the gameplay for that uh, when Warner Brothers had, or DC had their big the DC fandom. Fandom, and yeah. uh, I saw that, and I was like, "Wow, this is pretty cool." And I'm I am a sucker for DC games. Uh, you know, that's what I like. Although I do have the Spider Man game too, and that's pretty. Oh, cool. the Spider Man game was fantastic. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed that story. Um, yeah, as well as like, well, you know what's funny is uh, Stephen Oyoung who plays. Um, uh, Red Hood is yes. uh, Martin Lee in that. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> which that's is, which cool. is really funny because after I started working on the game, I was like, well, now I got to play Spider-Man because I kept putting it off and I played it. I kept texting pictures to Steven. I was like, hey, you look good in a suit in a video game. <laughs> hey, I just put you in jail. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I also, yeah. I also, even I have to get back to it, but Red Death Redemption was a lot of fun too. Red Death Redemption, yeah, that was that uh, was a great game. I love um, I love the Western mythology. So yeah, I still haven't gotten through Red Dead Redemption two. Yeah, I still haven't through that one. I, this yeah. is my only issue with the Red Dead Redemption games, and I know I know it's purposeful. Is that mm -hmm. I can't bring up a map to see where I am, so yes. I get lost sometimes because I don't have I the attention span to know where I am in the game. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, where was the camp? Uh, whatever. So then I don't like. I don't, I don't like help the camp. I just keep doing whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of comic book games, by the way, uh, Injustice 2 is probably my favorite one. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that uh, was yeah. great. You know what would be cool, though? And I don't think, I don't know if people have tried this yet. I'd love to see some Valiant Universe video games. Yeah. You know, like a Bloodshot game. Yeah. Or like a, um, I don't know, a Shadow Man game or something. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, maybe they're working on it, hopefully. But yeah, you never pretty know. Pretty cool. I'd love to be a part of it. There you go. Well, Sloan, it's been great to talk to you and uh, and talk to you about this project. I'm a big DC fan, so anything when I saw it, I go, hey, and the opportunity to come to talk to you, I had to jump on that. So really want to wish you the best during this crazy time and uh, continued good luck uh, 
you're obviously talented and and best of luck with your career. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate all, all of your kind words. And, uh, you know, I, I hope your, your days are happy, healthy and safe and you keep gaming. And uh, yes. I hope you enjoy the end of, of is it Assassin's Creed Valhalla? Is that the, the yeah, Assassin's Creed Valhalla? I, I hope you enjoy it. I've, I'll probably start it soon. And I don't know if I'll get through Odyssey. But <laughs> yeah. I, oh, God, I know. I know. But it was wonderful to talk to you as well. Thank you for your time. Yeah, absolutely. Visit GothamKnightsGame.com for more information. It is available now on PS4, PS5, and Xbox. And Sci-Fi Talk continues its special offer for you and your friends and family. Almost a thousand episodes, commercial-free, uncut, and now with playlists that you can customize. Plus exclusive video, special programs, and the best part, it's free. Just click on the link in the show notes for that free lifetime access. But this special offer will expire, so take advantage of it now. And please, no anonymous subscriptions are allowed. This is Tony Tolado.